A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today we're continuing our Sacred Sages mini-series. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to the two Sacred Sages in the form of Amy Mosco and Dr. Kimberly Woods. Hello everybody. Thank you, Paul. And thanks everyone for joining us on the Sacred Journey. My name is Amy Mosco and I'm co-founder of Intentional Healing Systems. I'm the author of Gratitude Plus Forgiveness Times Love Equals Happiness and Daily Agreements, Guidelines, and Intentions. I've also helped develop a life improvement and healing system called Sacred to honor the sacred nature within each and every one of us. You can find more information about Sacred on my website at www.hsunity.com. Kimberly? Hi, I'm Dr. Kimberly Woods. I am a teacher, a healer, an author, and a guide. I have started the uh, Business Mystical Awakenings and am about to launch the School of Mystical Arts. I have been trained in various mystical arts for many years. Uh, And uh, you can find me at school-mysticalarts.com. I'm going to give it back over to Amy, who's going to lead us in a meditation. Okay, so today we're going to do a meditation uh, around connectivity. So if you can just close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, center yourselves, relax. Okay, you're going to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now visualize a golden cord above your head, connecting you securely with your higher wisdom or your higher authority. Golden energy streams in through your crown from your higher wisdom, filling your body. As your body fills with light, imagine that this light spills out of you, engulfing this space around you. This is your sacred workspace. Take another deep breath in through your nose and then out through your mouth. As you inhale, draw this golden energy into your lungs. Feel it circulate through you. Now imagine that you're standing barefoot in the grass. Feel the texture of the grass and the feet or the earth underneath your feet and focus your attention on your feet. Know that what you're feeling under your feet is a piece of mother earth. Remember that she serves as the bridge between you and all other living beings. You are connected to mother or earth. Therefore you're connected to all other living beings. Feel her heartbeat as you acknowledge this connection. Honor your connection to her by offering this golden energy of love that's spilling out of you into your sacred space. Take another deep breath. On your exhale, direct this energy with your breath through your feet. You are intentionally and purposefully communicating with Mother Earth as you direct your breath and the golden energy of love through your feet. Better know that you regard all living beings as being been created equal by divine forces. You view all other living beings as an extension of yourself because of the connectivity that Mother Earth provides. 
You acknowledge that all experiences present learning opportunities. You place high value on peace and unity. You will use your divine power to promote the greater good of one and all. And you will leave this earth having made every effort to leave the world a better place than you found it. Ask for her assistance in delivering the golden energy that's spilling from your sacred space to all living beings with whom she is connected. Show her your vision for a better world. Let her see you holding hands with others in a circle. Show her land. Let her know that your heart is open to serving greater good and ask that she deliver an invitation on your behalf to collective humanity through her internal network with these words. I ask you, Mother Earth, to deliver the energy of this invitation to anyone who is open to receiving it at this time. Join me in improving our world for one and all. Share your visions, talents, stories, and inspiration to create a better world with me. Now let her see a vision of you welcoming others into your circle with your arms extended. Take a deep breath again in through your nose and out through your mouth. Send golden energy on your exhale through your feet to Mother Earth to accompany your invitation. Now put your hands together in prayer position as a gesture of thanks and reverence to Mother Earth. And so it is. Thank you, Amy. That was beautiful and right in alignment with our topic for today. Uh, as you all know, we have been doing a sacred series on connectivity and unity, uh, specifically our connections to the universe, our connections to one another, and our connections to Mother Earth, plants, and animals. And our guest today, Gaza Soledago, is from a specific community in Italy, Domenher. Uh, and Dom and her is well known for its connection to the plants and animals. And I'm going to let Gaza tell you a little bit about Dom and her and uh, its community. And then what, what you do there, if you could tell us, Gaza, uh, how you've been involved with them. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Paul, for this invitation. And um, first of all, I would like to start describing you my name. My name, uh, Gazza Solidago, is actually the translation in Italian for magpie, that's Gazza, and Solidago is the golden rod. In Damanur, this uh, federation of spiritual communities in the north of Italy, which uh, is a place near Turin, where now about a, a thousand people are living after 46 years of uh, experience from the beginning, from the foundation, we take upon the name of uh, animal first. And then after this name has become complete and matured, we also take upon a, a plant name, a connection, therefore, with uh, nature, with, um, with the, the animal that we feel more resonating with. That's how we choose our name. Everyone chooses their own. And then in the same way, we do the same with the plant kingdom. Uh, when you come to Damarna, you will hear, maybe you meet uh, ant uh, coriander, maybe you meet uh, eagle uh, coconut, or, you know, all names like this. <laughs> Of course, you will hear them in Italian, so you won't figure out at first, but then when you get deeper, you will get all the translation of each name. 
Um, for those of you who don't know Damanor, just shortly, uh, this federation of spiritual communities became more known in, uh, in the world because of the um, uh, existence now of a temple, an underground temple that we excavated with our hands over these 40 years and it's still under construction. Uh, most of this um, temple dedicated to the beauty, the knowledge and the light that is inside of every human being, in fact, it's called the temples of humankind. Um, great part of this uh, work is under the ground, as I said, has been excavated. Um, it's about, you can imagine a building of five floors, all excavated under the ground, totally. But then uh, it, it continues outdoors and uh, there's a sacred forest on top over this underground temple where the trees are like the hair. You can imagine the hair, the antennas of this underground temple where the energy, the breath of the temple is in this uh, huge area where we have been uh, taking care of the trees, uh, mostly chestnut, birch and oaks and uh, uh, making really, let's say, an alliance, uh, regaining an alliance with the plant world and with the world of spirits who live in the atmosphere of the trees, the spirits of nature. And um, we actually made an alliance with the spirits of nature in the beginning before, before we founded the community, when we were about to build the first settlement in the end of the 70s, there was a swamp and that's where the dream began. That's where the dream started to become real. And, uh, and before building, we wanted to dedicate an area for them because we felt we were in their home and we wanted to leave a space for them. And if you come and visit Damaner, uh, when we hope they will open the sky again and it will be possible to come and visit, you will see this area is still reserved to them so it's a place where nobody goes. We just go, you know, keep it clean, maintain it. But it's basically their space. And uh, the Alliance is about res mutual respect. And um, they help us with our um, physical and spiritual cultivations. And we, we help to invite, to respect them and have them respected by everyone. So every Sunday uh, in this little area that is dedicated to them, we light a fire and we have done this ever since, since 1978, as um, re uh, keeping, let's say, keeping alive this, uh, this alliance, this, uh, this friendship with them. And uh, talking about this uh, connection that Amy, you, you invited us to, to make in this beautiful meditation, um, I can say it's very important to, to go back to this connection with the ecosystem we are part of and, uh, and honor that and respect that in our daily actions. So basically uh, in what we do every day, in, uh, in our choices and uh, in a very simple and practical way. It's interesting, uh, Gaza, you've talked oh. about um, Dom and Her's alliance you know, yeah. with the, the plant world, the animal world, and the honoring of that through these different temples, altars, spaces. Uh, but Dom and her is known for doing a lot of different things with plants and animals. And they are known for talking to plants and having plants talk back to them. 
Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I would actually say that now we have become famous uh, because of the existence of this uh, underground temple, which is, by the way, amazing piece of art. And uh, um, if you want to go and check it out on the website, you can just write temples of humankind, Damaner, and you will see some pictures, you will see some videos. um, but I have to say that, in fact, Damaner became famous worldwide because of the early experiments we were making to communicate with the plant world. You have to imagine this, these experiments were taking place in the end of the 70s, where um, people would think you were a bit strange if you were talking about talking to plants, even if maybe everyone has, you know, a green thumb and everyone knows and and speaks to plants, but that would have been private at the time. It would have been not so public. And uh, and we start talking about this. We start making experiments with the plants because we wanted to demonstrate that plants were to be, are to be respected and to be known for what they are. And we started studying, you know, Damaner studies everything, 360 degrees, all sorts of things. research in in many, many directions. And this one of the first um, fields that we started experimenting with, also because we like to be practical, like to study, but then make it happen, put it in practice, put it in our daily life and and continue the research. Those who are interested in that particular research will continue, develop a path and have fun in a group. It's always uh, much more interesting to, to, to share passions and, uh, and to bring forward the research. And so what we did, we started um, making experiments, making, including making our own devices uh, because you wouldn't buy them anywhere <laughs> anyway. And uh, for instance, we would um, make a system where plants would uh, water themselves. So take the water, the amount of water they needed or make a system where Uh, the plants would be able to open or close the door because they would feel who was about to come in. And so recognizing the energy of the person, whether the person was friendly, uh, was going to be taking care of them, or whether the person was aggressive or with another energy, person would open or not open the door. Out of all these many diverse experimentations, the one that then uh, we developed the most, and that's actually the one thanks to which then Damaner became, and still is, very much in Italy also, very famous, is the so-called music of the plants. How does it work? Uh, literally, when you connect to biofeedback uh, to any living being, there is a signal that the human or non-human being will emit and it's low, like oh, if the energy, your energy is calm and quiet. And if you are uh, nervous or stressed, it goes higher. Eee, it goes like this, no? So, and this is normal. Any living being can emit this signal, this respondence. But what is interesting is that when you connect the sensors of a vibe feedback system to the leaves, and the roots of a plant, the plant learns to modulate its feelings in order to communicate with you. This is the amazing thing. And this is why 
um, Daimler became famous because of this and many more people were interested to come and listen to our concerts with the trees and uh, buying these uh, very handmade devices that now we have developed into a wonderful bamboo device like an, like an iPhone, really beautiful, also in light wood. Um, so we evolved also the technology and all of this. But what is interesting is that the plants are sensitive, intelligent beings from uh, a very old and wise tree, oak, or whatever it is, because also the plants and trees of different characters, different temperaments, like we have a different character, all of us, uh, including the potted plants, including grass. They have their own intelligence and we can relate, we can communicate with them through music, which is in a universal language. And, uh, and this is beautiful. When we have concerts in the sacred forest, um, the musicians um, play their instruments and the dancers are also adding their weaving with gestures and their emotions. And it's basically a field where there's a communication that is created by the audience together with the people who are playing the music, together with the dancers who are there. It's something that happens in the moment because it's a communication that is in the moment. And uh, it's very beautiful. We have CDs. Well, CDs was a time ago. Now it's a, it's a USB or you can find also all the concerts we have now, the expert oak singer, because they learn to play, to play this instrument, this device. And, uh, and it's amazing to connect through this device with the plants to really communicate with them. And, uh, and this was very useful, especially at the beginning, uh, but still today, to, to, uh, to become, let's say, contagious for everyone. Because when you're there, uh, it's really jaws down. <laughs> you are really... Uh, participating with your emotions fully and uh, it's the best way to to speak about this subject without talking about it without needing to say anything about it wow that is so interesting and I think it's probably a new concept for a lot of people uh, even just understanding that plants are conscious sentient living beings you know, that's something that's different for a lot of people. And maybe, maybe it's, it's been, it's hard to stretch your mind to look at things like that, but I'm, I'm really curious. So you talk about this communication you have with plants and you, you said that there's a huge component to it. Are there, is it, is there also a mental component? I mean, are you using conscious intent as you're connecting with these plants and communicating with them and then also receiving mental communication in return? I think it's um, a lot of communication can happen in many ways. You know? First of all, we need to be open to want to communicate. And uh, music really is the best language because it really creates a space of um, a field where we can open our heart. And, uh, and then plants have so many things to say because they are the keepers of our memories that we have lost. And, uh, and they are the wise ones. And in fact, it's like we've lost uh, also a connection with ourselves as human beings, having lost many of the ancient trees 
that uh, have been destroyed for many reasons. And uh, imagine that trees, there can be trees who can live up to 6,000 years. Uh, imagine their wisdom. Imagine the, oh, I cannot even think about what they can contain, the archetypes. Uh, everything that we would want to know is there. And so it's enough for us to open our heart and open our conversation, open our, the will to communicate really with them and uh, with respect approach them as if we were uh, meeting somebody. You know, we are not used to, to, to this. You know? we, we give the plant world so much for granted. Uh, they're there. They've always been there. And in fact, the plants have been on this planet before us. So we are like for them, their grand, grandchildren. <laughs> and they are always in this attitude of being able to forgive us if we, if we damage them, if we hit them. Now imagine your grandma, your grandpa, doesn't matter because they, they're always there, even if you behave in a bad way, and uh, they're always there to forgive you and to welcome you. And, uh, and it's up to us, I think, to, to approach them now with this awareness that they are part of us. We wouldn't be able to live without them physically because they provide for us what we breathe every day and we provide for them what they breathe. So it's like a symbiosis. It's like um, an alliance <laughs> that we have with them. It's like we belong to the same one world that has been separated into maybe three worlds, the humans, the trees and the spirits, but we belong to the same oneness. And, uh, and recognizing this inside of us and respecting them and paying attention to them uh, with, this, uh, with this light inside of us in our heart would make a big difference. Sometimes when we approach a tree, uh, because uh, in Damana we also teach how to communicate with the trees and with the plants and uh, uh, apart from the music which is um, a direct communication, instant communication but there's of course an, like a method let's say how to get close to the plant and how to use and train our senses to really be able to speak to the tree and listen and speak and open a dialogue more personal let's say um, if we approach a tree, it's like the tree is surprised. Said, "What? You, you're noticing me? <laughs> you saw me?" <laughs> and uh, and then when you when you begin this exchange, it's like you discover a world. You discover a friend. You discover a friend, and uh, and um, and you can feel that you you also are becoming more complete, also spiritually more complete, because we are missing this part. It's like uh, sometimes we feel the sensation we are missing something. No? We are, there's something we are missing. And it's not a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but it's, it's not the new device with technology, but it's something that we are missing. Maybe we're also missing this, um, this connection with the, this um, world that, is, uh, that deeply belongs to us. And, um, and I have to say that in our experience, we've, we've been able to really see this and, uh, and experience it with many people who have participated in, uh, in these concerts, but also we, can, we travel to, to places to offer this. And we also uh, now sell the device very regularly, normally on, on the internet. It's something that is now very much known 
And, uh, but it's interesting to see the first experience when the first, um, the first time it happens, <laughs> when the person sees this, experiences this, because it's like discovering something ancient, something that deeply belongs to us and, uh, and is there in every moment. Gaza, you were talking about this device. I don't know if you're talking about um, the orienting of the trees, but um, Dom and her cells, um, Sophica is too big of a topic to get into, but it's yeah. a it's a small piece of you could say technology, and you use it to connect a tree back to the let's say grandfather tree uh, in Dom and Her's sacred woods. Why why is Dom and Her interested in connecting trees from all over the world back to the sacred Let's, woods? Yes, um, I would say I would say well. First of all, this device you were talking about is different from the device of the music of the plants. So right, that's definitely. A, that's <laughs> like a technology to connect to <clears throat> to the roots and the mm -hmm. and the leaves of the plant of the tree of of, of what you want to speak to. Um, this device you um, you're talking about is the selfic. We can say it's. Um, it's a metal device, usually copper, made with many spirals. The spiral is also a very universal symbol of life. And uh, um, this device is um, like the bridge between us and the trees. It's like uh, it helps us. It's like a translator, <laughs> we can say, uh, to help us to really connect to the trees and recreate this uh, ancient alliance. It's like we've lost this alliance. We've forgotten. <laughs> we forgot about it, just like humanity has forgot many things. <laughs> and uh, we forgot that we, uh, that we are part of this uh, same world and same oneness. And, uh, and it's like uh, saying, hey, we're here, no? giving a hand and say, look, we are here. And, um, and we do it just through this um, little, uh, let's say, spiritual technology, so to say, to bridge this, uh, this, um, these hands that are getting together again. We started doing this with the trees of the sacred forest. And once we did 11,000 trees, we said, okay, now this is a critical mass that is enough, let's say, to now extend this... Uh, this, uh, let's say, communication with the capital C with other trees all over the, pl the planet. And some people got really passionate about this and they started traveling. And a couple of Damaneris in particular were really mad with this and they went to California and they started orienting. We call it orientation. But the orientation is our orientation towards the plants. It's like we are saying we are here. No? <laughs> We are present again. We are back as humans with you. We would like you to be with us. Would you? Would you welcome us? Would you like to be together again? No, it's like saying we are here, and uh, we started orienting the ancient trees, the ancient sequoias, and not only many trees in Japan, in Australia, in everywhere, all over the planet. We started opening a Facebook page, and people were sharing their photos and and. Uh, and experiences and emotions. And it's, it's really been going on for some years now. And, uh, 
And uh, the Zoom is saying something strange, but I hope it won't let me out. Are <laughs> you technology? Doesn't always, but they're friends. The technology is help friendly, very friendly. It allows us to be communicating and uh, being connected. And um, and uh, I got lost in this. Uh, da -da -da -da, where was I? So they're so orienting these trees all over the world. Thank I mean, you. You're like Thank in millions. You. It's in the millions, millions now. now millions. Got millions. If you come and visit Damanur, we have a map in the next to the Welcome Center where we have flags on all the different countries and how many trees have been oriented. And you can see how much has been in this map. It's, you know, one, on one spot you see the whole world and the millions of trees now that have been oriented. And and uh, just like what happens with humans, when there's a critical mass that uh, is able to make a big change, it will affect uh, as it will be natural for everyone to be touched by this and to automatically uh, behave in this way. Also, the trees will like automatically, so to say, if you allow me this term, uh, be oriented. And, uh, and it's like awakening this world and it's like awakening our world to this world and to this oneness that we deeply belong to. And it includes the spirits because they live with the trees. It's like the trees are their atmosphere. They are their home. And um, they've escaped from, from humans. You won't find the spirits in, in cities. They ran away. They went to places where they can be uh, in the pure space, in the pure atmosphere this is what they need to breathe but don't we need the same after all and um, and it's like um, reconnecting this uh, this uh, alliance and um, and if you want to be engaged involved you can write us an email and we can let you know all about it if you have begun, we can let you have the Facebook page and the address and everything if you wanted to know more it's a great adventure. It's one of the, the beautiful missions that we feel um, it's in our hands to, to accomplish. And uh, it's like um, awakening humanity to, to its, um, its ancient origin in a way. And once we have oriented enough, it's like, uh, you know, that the plant world is a collective entity, so to say. It's a, we can say, we don't speak about the single tree, we speak about the treeness, if you can allow me this term. And the, the, once the treeness is connected, uh, it's like we have uh, completed uh, the largest and most important and most beautiful radio of our planet, because uh, it is up to the plant world to uh, communicate with the rest of the universe at the solstices. You know, the solstices are these important moments of the year, like an appointment. Solstice, uh, if you look at the word, it's the Greek sol, the sun, sticere. Sticere means stops. It's like on the day of the solstice, and it's when the sun is at, the high, at its highest point, it's like the sun stops and it's like a window opens and all the information, the experience, all that has been done, learned, uh, experienced in the planet is exchanged through the synchronic lines that are the motorways of life across the universe, like the nervous system, the circulation system of life across the universe, 
all of this is exchanged with all the other planets where there's life. And we receive in return what has been learned and experienced in other planets. And uh, who takes care of doing this? It's the plant world. They have this uh, honor and duty <laughs> to be the radio that sends out the signal and receives the signal. And, um, and uh, it's important that we work on that signal to send out, let's say, positive messages, <laughs> positive uh, conquests uh, for humanity. Of course, we have to do our part. <laughs> and, uh, and it's up to them to do this. And so if we are able to connect them in this way, it's also a help. And, uh, and it's another piece of uh, connection also inside of us. Yeah, and as we step into the unity paradigm, this new, this new era that we're moving into, this is a, a piece, a critical piece of the puzzle. This is part of how we find our way back home, is to remember in this way. So it sounds like this is a very, very important initiative that Dom and her is participating in and inviting others to participate in. It's very encouraging. Thank you. I know also, Gaza, that you're an alchemy teacher mm -hmm. uh, with Dom and Her. A lot of people may not even know what alchemy is. Uh, maybe you could say what a little bit about what alchemy is and how alchemy is used in this connection with the plant and animal world. Well, alchemy, um, alchemy is, is, an, is a world we can say because we can speak about alchemy for many hours. It is... Um, uh, maybe you can recall the ancient alchemists uh, transforming the metal into gold. But this is a metaphor for our transformation, where we are transforming ourselves to awaken the divine, the consciousness that is inside of us. This is the, the most precious gold that there is that we have. And um, in this process, alchemy has been a passion for me for many years. And, uh, um, and we can say Damaner is alchemy also in its uh, transformation that takes place every day socially because we are a community. And this is like the, the container, let's say, of many transformations. And, um, and only in 2010, Falco, the founder of Damaner, Falco Tarasaco is his name, so Falcon Dandelion. Uh, he opened uh, a course, a school of alchemy to anyone who was interested. And he said, this is going to be uh, the most important course of your life after the school of meditation, which is another very important course that, that he teaches. And, um, and, uh, and it is in the sense that uh, through alchemy, we can really transform ourselves uh, deeply. And Falco in this course shared uh, knowledge from the ancient wisdom, the esoteric tradition, and uh, gave tools, instruments uh, to put all this knowledge in practice for a personal transformation. And uh, not uh, for the big operations or other things, but really for a personal experimentation and for personal uh, evolution. And uh, the elements are one of the instruments that uh, we worked with, the elements inside of us. 
uh, aren't we made of uh, water, fire, earth, and air? We say water, water is the most common, you know. We say water, we're made of 85%, 87%, 90%, people say different percentages, but a high percentage of us is made of water. But if the water of the planet changes, does the amount of water we have change also? If it diminishes, does the amount of water we are made of diminish also? because we are a representative, let's say, of uh, the earth where we live, the planet where we live, we have the same footprint also in our energy lines of the map of the, of the earth. And uh, we are made of the same substance, even if we are made of the same elements that come from the stars. <laughs> but um, uh, we are made also of earth in the same way. So the earth now, nowadays, is changing its frequency. It's like the earth is awakening. The planet is awakening. It's changing its vibration. This is uh, told everywhere. You can read this on the frequency of Schumann. You can read this in many different interpretations. But what is happening is that we are changing. And uh, just like it's important for us to reconnect uh, with the plant world, it's also important for us to reconnect with the other humans. And, uh, and feel this oneness that we deeply share with all the others, like we were part of the same mirror, we were part drops of the same ocean, of the same soul, and recognize that. And, uh, and together as humanity, accompany this evolution of the earth, this transformation of the frequency of the earth, creating a symphony, creating a symphony of humans who can um, accompany and grow with the, the earth that is evolving. And it's fantastic uh, to see a positive aspect of this COVID <laughs> that is in a way making us feel all one because we're all experiencing the same uncertainty, the same uh, situation, uh, whether we live in China, whether we live in the US, in Italy, or I think humanity is touched by uh, a sense of oneness, we can say, of course, wanting to apply a very positive thinking here. But in a way, why not? We, we need to see the positive side of it and, and, uh, and maybe see this, um, this oneness of the humans together with the oneness of, uh, of the plants who already have learned to become one because they are the treeness and uh, maybe learn from them in a more humble way and, uh, and together make the change that, uh, that this time is uh, asking us for. Uh, this is a moment of great transformation. It's a, great of, it's a moment of great opportunities and uh, if we are together, I think we can really take a step that humanity has never seen before. Thank you so Agreed. much, Gaza. Agreed. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us today in this sacred journey as part of our sacred series on connectivity and unity, specifically with the plant and animal kingdoms. I'm Dr. Kimberly Woods here with Amy Mosco as part of our sacred journey. You all have a good day. Goodbye. Thank you.
Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it?